0: Hey everyone, do you love movies? Do you like betting? If you do, then Box Office Bets is the podcast for you. With Tom Cunningham and myself, Brian Ortega, we'll guide you through Oscar season with our breakdown of each Oscar contender and give you our projections based on what the betting market is saying about each Oscar race. Make sure to check us out every week as we focus on a specific movie and break down its best chances to win right here on Box Office Bets. Hey, everybody, welcome back to Las Vegas. I'm your host, Brian Ortega, and we are finally doing one of my most favorite things to do in this town, and that's finding speakeasies in Las Vegas. So, um, I've been putting off doing a speakeasy review for so, so long, and honestly, I've just seen so many of these like Vegas influencers out here saying this speakeasy, that speakeasy, and honestly, they're missing the best one. And that's the one I'm going to be highlighting today. And that is Ghost Donkey at the Cosmopolitan. I know I was at Cosmopolitan last week. It's a double dipper. I went to uh, Ghost Donkey this week just because I really wanted to highlight how awesome this place is and why, honestly, it just checks so many of the boxes when it comes to speakeasies, where I even told the bartender when I was there, I've been to many speakeasies in town, and I think that this is one of the best ones. So, This week, I'll be highlighting Ghost Donkey at the Cosmopolitan, and hopefully you guys enjoy. Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential, and this episode is brought to you by AO Painting, who have been experts in specialized coding servicing Arizona for over 40 years. AO Painting specializes in industrial projects and are a one-stop shop for sandblasting, industrial painting, waterproofing, and much, much more. To see more of their work and to get a quote, you can visit aopaintinginc.com. That's aopaintinginc.com. AO Painting, where specialized is where we start. All right, everybody, so we are back, remember, last night in Vegas. Uh, I will be highlighting Ghost Donkey today, and I'm very, very excited to do it just because I've been coming to Ghost Donkey for ever since it really opened and really when it was like a super secret, like they didn't even run ads on the outside. And actually, I want to start there sort of today. So one of my criteria of being a good speakeasy is that it's really hard to find you. Uh, Honestly, it sounds really reductive, but I should actually miss you the first time I look for your establishment. So, uh first time I went to go to see Do- Ghost Donkey, I was actually walking by the food court area at Cosmopolitan. It's called 16 Block. And I walked by and I like followed all the directions that you're supposed to follow to get to Ghost Donkey because it's really really hidden. And I was like, "Oh, this isn't like a place. There's an exit sign. I can't go through this exit sign. I feel like, you know, that's, you know, for employees." So I end up not going. So I end up not going the first time going to Ghost Donkey. I just skipped it. I was like, "Nope, I uh, I don't want to break the break the rules." So, ended up missing out, did not end up going in. And then I came back a second time just reassured knowing that it was going to be open. And once I just opened up, it was just this really cool little sort of hole in the wall, little sort of eclectic bar that uh, is is just really really fun to go inside of just because it's so unique and so different and it it has just enough rules in there where it makes it unique but not to the point where it's like a terrible experience like uh, for example uh, the laundry room the laundry room is a really well-known speakeasy in downtown you can't have your phone out you can't take pictures you can't do like super loud talking and honestly like that's cool but like just sounds like a drag so it's cool like that sounds like a place i want to go for like maybe like 10 minutes but not a place I want to hang out extensively in. But Ghost Donkey to me is fun. And when I say rules, so essentially Ghost Donkey is a tequila and mezcal bar. So they specialize in Latin American cocktails. So you're looking at, you know, old fashions made with mezcal. You're going to have obviously your margaritas. They're going to have their twists on like a Manhattan where they actually add mezcal or, you know, reposado tequila in, in it as well. Uh, but it just, that's what's the fun part of it. It makes you excited to try something maybe a little bit different maybe a little bit outside of your comfort zone and they do offer a lot of different options i mean they have their regular you know cocktails their signature cocktails they also have their highball traditionals um which they saw they call it highball tradition traditionales My parents are gonna hate me for not being able to pronounce that. Um, Then they also have a couple different specialties. They even have frozen margaritas. Um, This one's called the Stealth Margarita. So that one's interesting. I did not have that, but it's Nuevo, which means new for those of you bilingual folks out there. So anyways, so Ghost Donkey, definitely a cool spot. If you're gonna go there for maybe like 30 minutes, just because you should know going in, it is very small. It is quite small in there. Actually, it says capacity for the space is 27 people. Just so you know, they fit more than 27 people in here and it's quite tight. So I actually want to start off by giving you sort of a roadmap map on how to find ghost donkeys. So let's actually start that right now. So let's all start at sort of one common point. So we're going to start on the second floor of the Cosmopolitan. So second floor of the Cosmopolitan near the chandelier bar. You can't miss it. It's a gigantic purple chandelier. It is absolutely wonderful. Make sure you take a picture in front of it because it is one of the most popular spots to take photos in front of in Las Vegas. So. We're gonna start at the Cosmopolitan Chandelier Bar. So from there, you're actually gonna start walking towards what's called Holstein's. Holstein's is right next to Egg Sled as well. So these are like the two major focal point restaurants that you can find. So as you get to Holstein's, you're gonna see a bunch of escalators that go down. So when you see those escalators, you're actually gonna look right across and you'll see a high-end food court called 16 Block. And it says it on the very top of it, 16 Block. So 16 Block, is a high-end food court that has uh they have a, a hot chicken place they also have lardo which is a sandwich shop as well they have sushi they also have a place that makes like duck tacos which are fantastic that's actually a place that's owned by the same gentleman who owns mumufuku i believe um not roy Choi, somebody else Maybe it's right choice. I have to double check. Sorry. So, anyways, actually, Mumafuku is a totally different person. I'll find it out as I'm doing the pod. But anyways, so you're gonna see sixteen block, which is really great, especially for those of you who want something very small, maybe something you know like a snack or just even like you know a very light dinner. It's a really good choice, especially like on dates, especially if you're with somebody and you want that sort of like. What's they're looking for? Like sort of like that uh, uh, like that Singapore street food vibe. That's kind of the idea is that's very, very, you know, pick and choose what you'd like. And I think that's actually really well done at Cosmopolitan uh, rather than at like, say, let's just say Resorts World, where Resorts World is just so big and everything's so much more expensive than like I would say – here at the Cosmopolitan, but I might be just you know biased. But anyways, so now we are looking at 16 block. So 16 block has all the food options and you're gonna see all the different stands and they also have where you walk in and there's like these little sort of uh, walkways and you're gonna pass all of those. So you have to go into 16 block where all the food is. You have to pass all of the restaurants, all the little shops. And you have to find the spot where they actually have seating. Um, seating in terms of like booths and tables, which is not a very big space. It's actually just very small booths and tables. And you'll see two big pillars in the back. Two big pillars in the back where there's like a round, uh, a round uh, booth. So walk towards the back. And on your left-hand corner where that booth is and that pillar, you're going to actually see a green door a green door with an exit sign above it. But more importantly, they have a big picture of a pinata donkey sitting right on the door. So a couple things that you should know about Ghost Donkey before you even get there. Ghost Donkey itself is open Friday, to sa- Friday and Saturday. It's open from 4 p.m. to 2 a.m. And then from Sundays to Thursdays, it's open from 4 p.m. to midnight. So remember, you have to go after four o'clock to get into Ghost Donkey where it would be open, okay? So starting from there, you're gonna go ahead and head through the doors, and when you go through those doors, you're gonna just be opened up to this beautiful neon Christmas light dangling, bright colored, beautiful bar. It has a pretty, sh- pretty short bar, if you will. It has you know a couple different places to sit. They have a couple different uh, booths as well. In terms of booths, it sort of like wraps around, so it's usually for large groups. And when I say large group, that's basically four to six people. If you have a very, very large group, like 10 people, you have to get there pretty, pretty early or just be really, really lucky. Uh, You kind of have to keep your eye out as well. They do have places to stand as well that have places to put your drinks to. Uh, Typically the bar, just so you kind of have an idea, fits about, I would say if you're all sitting at the bar top table, probably about 12 to 14 people. So it's not a huge bar by any means, but if you know you're just a couple, sometimes you can squeeze in and get, you know, a couple seats, or you know, maybe one of you can sit and then the other one can stand. It's just sort of the point, you know, of being a being at a bar. So. As we walk in, we're into the Cosmopolitan's Ghost Donkey. So as you get into Ghost Donkey, um, they do have menus around. There is also a waitress, but the waitress uh, typically handles anybody who's like standing or is, you know, over near the uh, booth areas. So as you sit at the bar, there's two typically two bartenders helping you. They are, uh, they are mixologists, so they're going to be making all these drinks. And their drinks are very, very bright, very, very flavorful. Um, and again, you just have to remember that you are going into a tequila and mezcal setting. So... Important to note, they do not have a lot of vodka on hand. They also don't have a lot of whiskey on hand. Um, And in terms of beer, they do have a lot of cervezas. So you're going to be looking at like Dos Equis. Uh, They're going to have Corona. They have Pacifico. Uh, They also have, oh my goodness, I'm forgetting the name of it right now. Ah, I forget it. Oh my goodness. I totally forgot. But they have a pretty extensive list of their... um, Cerveza beer, so that is an option for those of you that don't like cocktails. They do have beer on hand as well. Uh, they also have a huge lineup of mezcal and tequila to choose from. So, really, all you got to do is you know look for your favorite brand, and they'll probably have it. Modelo, Modelo's the brand that I totally forgot about. So, they will have Modelo, Especial, and Negra, and they also have uh, Corona Premier, uh, Cerveza as well. So Uh, another thing on the menu they don't have a very extensive food menu but they do have a couple different options in terms of nachos so truffle nachos they have mole chicken nachos steak and black bean nachos queso fundito and they also have guacamole and chips it's very generic and they also have chips salsa uh, chips and salsa trio so anyways kind of just went over the menu with you hopefully you are you know up to date when you go into there go into ghost donkey not asking for a gin and tonic because you will not get it there is no gin um i do have it on pretty good authority that they do have one vodka behind the bar uh and it looks like they also have kettle one because that's what i see uh but uh they do have at least gray goose and they also at least have like maker's mark as well in terms of whiskey uh but again it's not on the menu you kind of just have to know that it's there. So how's my experience so i was there on a wednesday which is a pretty light day in terms of how busy it can get but it still got busy so i went you know pretty early i went probably around eight o'clock which is not bad uh so as i got there i walked into the walked into the spot and it was a little busy so they didn't have any seats available at the bar and i kind of just stood sort of back right corner kind of standard spot for me to sort of stand is back right corner and uh just was about to get my beer but like as i was getting getting in there two people got up and walked out so i was able to get a seat at the bar and i was super excited because being a single person at the bar awesome so what are the kind of people that go here so really when i went it was a very very unique mix of people you had a very a lot of very young uh young professionals so think people in their you know 25, 25 to their 30s. And then there are also people there that were in their 40s and 50s. So uh, I think that's sort of the range you're looking at. Uh, I think on weekends, it definitely skews a little bit younger and much larger crowds. Um, I went, when I went to uh, Super Freako, I took all my friends to ghost donkey just because it's kind of fun it's different it's always one of those things where one person kind of knows that it's there and everybody just follows because it's sort of a fun experience and that's why i wanted to take them there i would also say this place is awesome if you're trying to impress somebody so let's just say it's your first trip to vegas with you know a significant other um you're still kind of just trying to get to know them you're trying to impress them as well uh i think ghost donkey is the best speakeasy to take them to because it feels so exclusive that's why people love speakeasies people love speakeasies because it's not an advertisement it feels like you're in the know it feels like you're part of something but underground it feels a little bit dirty but like in a good way and that's why i have such a problem with speakeasies being advertised as much as they are uh especially there's a couple places that i have in mind for example uh aria aria has easy speakeasy and it's called Easies, and like it's cool, but like the space itself actually has like a velvet rope on the outside. It has security, and I don't like that. I really don't like that. People are smarter, and I, I get it. It's to it's to mitigate crowds. It's to mitigate you know a bad element I guess coming in. But honestly. Bad elements don't go in speakeasies. I'm sorry, bad elements do not go to speakeasies, especially on the strip. That is not something that you're going to run into. And I guess it's to monetize. They have tables, so I guess you can buy out a table. But that takes all the fun out of the speakeasy because you know that it's there. It's no fun knowing that a speakeasy is there because that just becomes, it just makes it another bar. Like, for example, this comes up a lot with the barbershop. The barbershop itself, you know that there's, you know that there's a stage in there. Like you know that there's going to be a band. You know there's going to be a bar. It's just sitting outside like that. Like you know that's what it is. You obviously know that this big giant box is not just three barber chairs. You know there's more stuff back there. So I guess the cool part of it is, is that you get to walk through the barbershop and they knock on the door and they slide the thing open and it's all very performative. But, like, it's not cool. Like, you have to stand outside on the line, there's a cover. To me, that is not a speakeasy. A speakeasy is a cool bar you can walk into anytime. You never know what you're gonna get. When you walk into Ghost Donkey, it may be dead, it may be busy, but that's the fun part is that you don't know how busy it is gonna be. And I think that is why Ghost Donkey is my favorite speakeasy in town, just because you'd never know what you're gonna get on the inside, and it's really exactly what you're looking for. You're walking in, and it's a surprise. I've watched it many, many times over the years, sitting at Ghost Donkey, that door opens, and you see somebody's face just go, wow, I can't believe this is back here, you would have never known this was here, that is the best part about a speakeasy, and to me, I think that is what you go for, so that's just why I really love this place, I know I really kind of went off there, but just really had to say it. I just think it's really awesome. So hopefully you guys can find it. But yes, again, so if you're coming from out of town, back to my point, uh, coming from out of town, have this marked on your account. Just have this marked somewhere and don't tell your significant other. I would definitely say don't tell them. It's better to just say, I know some people don't like surprises, but you kind of just have to deal with it. But I use this, I mean, I'm not going to say I use this all the time, but I do use this, like if I'm out on the strip and we kind of went and did something, especially me, I'm, I'm 30. So this is very much something for people between their 25 and, 25 and 40, where really you don't really want to go clubbing anymore. And if you do, awesome, good for you. But you want to go to a place that isn't, you know, super, super, you know, that energy, like at 11. You want something that's maybe like at a six or like a seven, where you can hear music, maybe grab yourself a seat have a good cocktail, have a conversation, but there's still music around, there's a vibe, and this place is definitely high on vibes, you just know exactly where you are when you're inside of Ghost Donkey, uh, so keep it to yourself, and then if you're somewhere near the Cosmopolitans, so let's just say you're stay you're around like the Bellagio, or Planet Hollywood, or the Aria, and you say, where, where do you, you want to go from here, and it's always tough. It's always tough when people ask me that, like, Oh, what do we do now? And it's just such an anxiety riddled thing that I have that I'm like, Oh I gotta have to figure something out for you. So I think this type of bar is great. If you are trying to figure out something else to do after. And that's not a slight on ghost donkey because ghost donkey is very small, but most of the time people kind of get over sort of that vibe for about, you know, 30 minutes, but it gives you that time to sort of gather yourself, talk out, Hey, we can go here. We can go there. Boom, 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 and I think that makes this place great because in between that time you can have you know two drinks maybe, and then you're on your way and then you get a little bit lo- you know loosened up and you're ready to go. So I end up going, grab my seat. I am not a huge fan of tequila mixed drinks. I will actually just drink a uh, Casamigos Reposado on the rock. Uh, that's not a free ad. it's just that's what I drink. But that's what I drink if I'm ever like in the need of a tequila. So what I ended up getting, so I ended up getting a bartender. Her name was Esther. She was absolutely fantastic. So Esther is actually uh, around. I would say that Esther's probably been a bartender for quite a while, and um, she was super cool. And again, this is another tip for anybody who travels alone. Don't be an asshole. Like, just don't be a dick. Like, sorry, I know. It's an explicit podcast, so now you get all the, all the words. Uh, reason I say that is because I sat down. There was a guy sitting next to me. He was there with, like, a group. Um, he had himself, his girlfriend, and then two other people, but he was just there alone. Um, so thank goodness when I sat down, he didn't say, oh, yeah, this is for my girlfriend, because I would have. But I sat down, and he's like, oh, well, I ordered, ordered a drink, and it's from the waitress. And she says, well, it has to wait for the waitress, yada, yada, yada. So it was kind of meh. So just not not cool with the bartender. So I actually waited probably about five, six minutes to actually get them uh, get my order in. Just sitting there quietly. They're gonna ask you like, "Hey, like, there's no drink in front of me. Hey, has anybody ordered? Asked, uh, helped you yet?" I said no. She's like, "Oh no! Thank you so much for being so patient." Boom, we're off to a good start. So she's already like kind of like trying to play catch up, but not in you know a bad way. So anyways, I kind of looked through. And I do this for, obviously, our Instagram as well. So, Conscious Confidential underscore LV and our TikTok, which is going to be at Keys to Vegas. So, I'm going to be doing this this speakeasy, obviously, is going to show up on those pages. Uh, So, I wanted something that was going to photograph well because sometimes tequila doesn't always look great depending on, you know, what you're looking for. So, sometimes it's clear. Sometimes it's just, like, sort of brown, sort of like an old-fashioned. So, I was like, what looks good? And she said the... She was like the Lav- Lavender Vita Loca, which is going to be purple because lavender's purple, obviously. And then also like the Waterman- Watermelon Basil Margarita. Not a huge fan of margaritas. She also liked the Pistolero, which is one of her signature uh, uh, drinks. Uh, But I don't like it too spicy. So after going back and forth, trying to figure it out, I settled on the Lavender Vita Loca, which is actually like a mezcal mixed with Kettle One grapefruit. It also has a rose vodka in it. Wow, this has a lot more alcohol than I thought it actually had. It also has St. Germain elderflower liqueur, lavender, and fresh lime. It also has sort of like a black rock, um, black salt rim as well, which is just on one side, which is good. So I got the Lavender Vita Loca. This thing is perfect for those of you that do not enjoy the tequila taste because it actually was masked by the lavender and the fresh lime juice and was out of this world awesome. I actually would have got it like two or three more times because it was so, so good. It was sort of uh, fresh and fruity without actually being you know, too sweet, which is very hard to sort of get. So it was actually getting that sort of fruit taste without being that sort of sweet, overpowering note. So Lavender Vita Loca is great for those of you out there that are maybe not big fans of tequila, but you want to, you know, get one of their signature drinks. So, and it looks good. So I would actually highly recommend the Lavender Vita Loca if you're looking for a, uh, a really good cocktail inside of this restaurant. So, Another option that is very, very popular, this is probably the most popular drink that I saw them make, uh, that was the watermelon basil margarita, and that one actually is all well done. It also looks has a shade of pink in it, of course, and it also comes with a little slice of watermelon as well, so you get a little snack. As you're eating your watermelon and basil margarita, so that one actually has some mezcal in it. It has uh, agave, fresh watermelon, and lime juice, and of course citrus salt on the rim. But that one's really good. Another really op- a really great option that you'll actually check out and see on our pages, Conchis Confidential underscore LV on Instagram, um, is the Burro Tropical. There we go. I kind of said it. Again, my parents are going to hate me for that. Um, This one is actually really good for those of you that want something a little bit more sweet, maybe something a little bit more tropical. This one has uh, Vulcan Blanco. It also has uh, five-year rum, passion fruit. It also has fresh lime juice, ginger, and soda, and it comes in a very long, very sort of like a, um, it's a very long glass. It also looks yellow because it has the lime juice and the passion fruit, and it also comes with a little donkey. So it also comes out with a long uh, straw as well. So if you want like a little, a little souvenir, these Burro Tropical drinks actually come with a little burrow on top of it, a little donkey. So uh, you cannot just ask for one; you do have to order the drink to get it. So just keep that in mind. Do not be a cheapskate and say, "Can I just have one for free?" You gotta have the drink. But the drink is really, really quite good. Um, I was not a huge fan of the watermelon basil because it was a little bit strong for me but a bunch of other people really loved it so i would say maybe that would be a good choice if you wanted something sort of you know basic if you will they do have an espresso martini they make it with a repasado which that's what you're usually going to get if you do like a tequila for your espresso martini fix i also did have their mezcal old-fashioned which looked beautiful and it came in a beautiful glass but again i'm just not a huge fan of mezcal it just and it also has this coffee liqueur which Mm -hmm. I have to say, now that like you know I'm sober thinking about this, it was really good, and it actually delivered on everything it said it was going to deliver on. So it had that mezcal smoky taste to it. It also had sort of that coffee aftertaste as well, which I'm not a big fan of. So I actually was not a huge fan of the mezcal old-fashioned, but it was me knowing going in that I don't like mezcal. So that is just me. The drink itself was not badly made at all. Um, I just did enjoy the, the palate and I just knew that going in, but I wanted to try one. But I would say for those of you that are looking to get an old fashioned in terms of like with the tequila base, this is really good. So I would highly recommend doing this, especially if you like old fashions and you're a whiskey drinker. It'll have a very smoky taste to it. So again, I was not a fan of the old-fashioned, but it was not because of the execution. I think it was all executed wonderfully because I got all the notes. I got the smoke from the mezcal and then that little coffee aftertaste, which, again, not a fan of. But that's exactly what it delivered on. So really, really well-made old-fashioned inside of, uh, of Ghost Donkey. But overall, there's so much care taken into all of these cocktails that you cannot go wrong with any of these. Um, again, I had the lav- I had the Lavender Vida Loca. Um, what else did I have? I had something else here. Uh, the Pistolero is really good if you want something a little bit spicy. It has tajin around the entire rim. Um, that's for all of my super mexican brothers and sisters out in tucson where everything is put with tajin everywhere Uh, but it's sort of like a salt uh, like a salt uh, like a salt tajin um, or like the spice portion it's not uh, liquidy which is a very popular version in tucson but um that comes with a roasted poblano and it also comes with fresh lime and it has pineapple that actually sort of smooths it out a very very balanced drink, where you get a lot of the pineapple on the front, and then also the pub, the, pub, the spice of the poblano on the back, which was really quite good. Especially if that's something that you were looking for, that would be a good choice as well. But oh my goodness! So I was sitting there, starting over. So um, actually, let me finish out the menu. So let me finish out the menu now. So I was sitting there. By the way, guys, I listen to all your conversations. So if you guys are going to be at the bar in Las Vegas. I will probably listen to your conversation. It happens. I'm there by myself. I'm listening. It happens. So anyways, back to my food. So I actually did order the food out of here. I usually don't get the food here. Most of the time, people are not getting the food at uh, Ghost Donkey because they're usually not there that long. But don't sleep on it. Do not sleep on the thing I'm about to tell you. I had their truffle nachos, which is kind of the basic tacos that they have. It's just... Basically just chips and and uh, chips and uh, cheese, but the truffle nachos were so good. Oh my goodness, they were out of this world delicious. And the truffle nachos, they have white cheddar cheese. It's cheddar sauce, but cheddar. It, it actually is cheese uh, on top of it because it does actually get um, sort of uh, sort of sticks. But the, it was very very good, very hot, delicious, good portioned. And then it also came with black shaved truffles, which it looked like white truffles, but it actually, they're like sort of like, um, they were black shaved truffles. Just enough though, not too much where it's overpowering. It actually was really awesome. So I actually had a pasta dish over at Cathedral, which is at the Aria. And that dish actually comes with truffles on top, black truffles on top, almost too much truffle. Um, if you're a big truffle person, you should go get that dish because, they overdo the truffles by so much and i the truffle truffle taste is actually very very good but if you're somebody who doesn't need that whole like fragrance it's quite pungent if you put too much of it but it's great as an enhancer and i think that it works perfectly these truffles with the nachos and both times i've actually gotten truffle on it which nowadays if you go over to uh, mayfair supper club they have a truffle pasta which doesn't even have truffle in it, so I'm a little peeved about that now. But anyways, the truffle nachos, absolutely fantastic. Do not sleep on them; they're great for those of you that want to try something a little bit elevated, but also something very, very simple like nachos. Um, they're twenty three bucks, so just know that it's it could probably feed about four people. Um, it fed me just fine, but I would say two people's cool, three, four people is probably optimal. But oh my goodness, the truffle nachos are great. I'm actually I think I want to take my friends there. Yeah. I know who I'm going to take there. So they don't they know who they are, but I'm going to I'm going to take them there cuz I think they're going to have a really good time. I think they'll love it. But anyways, so truffle nachos absolutely fantastic. Out of this world delicious. So, uh overall, just really loved my experience at Ghost Donkey this time. Esther the bartender was absolutely fantastic. She was so good. She was really great with people, especially the folks that um especially the folks that were really, you know, kind of hounding her a lot. I think she did a really fantastic job. So my tips for going to Ghost Donkey are, you know, get there early, you know, as early as you can, you know, you got things to do. Uh, this is a great, like before dinner or after dinner sort of nightcap, just to kind of keep the party going, keep the libations flowing and, uh, you never know. But, um, it's also just a really sexy joint. It's just a really sexy, uh, experience in general, sort of descending into the the underground, if you will. I will always equate this to how it felt in Goodfellas when the main character, Henry Hill, uh, RIP to blanking on his name right now. We got to look it up guys. Henry, I'm not going to forget this. I got to remember it. I'm I'm Googling it right now. I was on a run. I got to Google. So. Ray Liotta, that's his name. How'd I forget? His name's Ray Liotta, Jesus. So uh, yeah, so when Ray Liotta took took, uh, Catherine oh my goodness, we gotta remember these names, guys. Lorraine Bracco, there we go. So when uh, Ray Liotta took uh, Lorraine Bracco's character to the Copacabana and they kind of descend and it just follows you the entire way through the kitchen. That's exactly what it feels like. It's so exhilarating to actually experience that whole just rush of, like, you don't know where you're going, but somebody's leading you there. And I think that's the fun part about it. So I really enjoyed my experience at uh, the Ghost Donkey over at Cosmopolitan. It is my favorite speakeasy. It is probably the best speakeasy in town. I highly recommend you guys check it out just because... I think it's great for everybody, and I think you guys will really, really enjoy it. So uh, make sure to check out the video at Concierge Confidential underscore LV, or uh, that's on Instagram. You can also follow us on TikTok at Keys to Vegas to check out our latest video, again, of Ghost Donkey. Uh, And I'm actually going to have a little bit of a bonus after this break, but uh, this is sort of the review of what happened here at uh, ghost donkey if you want to stick around for the other side um i will be talking about uh the, the couples that i actually met over at uh, ghost donkey and how uh talking to me uh, might be helpful uh going uh in the future so uh again thank you so much for listening to last night of vegas i'm your host brian ortega if you see me out in town remember keep it confidential Hey everybody, this is Brian Ortega from Concierge Confidential. Just letting you know about a new podcast that we have out. It's called Last Night in Vegas with me, Brian Ortega. Hopefully you're able to listen to it. Um, It'll be periodically put out throughout the week. And usually if I go out in the evening, you'll probably be hearing a podcast about how that night went. So make sure to check out our new podcast, Last Night in Vegas, presented by Neon Smoke Productions. All right, everybody, so this is the bonus part of the episode. So I ended up meeting this couple, and honestly, I'm just calling this portion of the of the episode. Uh, some men are very full of shit because uh, I had a couple who was actually talking next to me and a couple, like, no-nos that you should do. And uh, what am I to talk? I'm single, so I have no place to stand on, I guess. But um, I've gone on many dates, and I've figured out that some dates are better than others. So this guy was there talking to his girlfriend, and... Uh, all he did was talk about himself. He has a lot of different, you know, businesses wrapped up in lawsuits who know I might be ending up in a lawsuit by talking about it and just going on and on. We can we can hear you like we can hear you talking about these experiences that you're having. And didn't sound like there's going to be like a fifth date. And it's just so wild. And again, if you're going to do this, just be cool. Like he was not very nice to the bartenders. Um, he was very like a very abrasive. And honestly, it was just not a good experience. So don't do that. Don't be one of those guys, not fun. But I did have this really fun couple that were actually from Orange County that were sitting right next to me. And this is the difference. I did not go out of my way to help the the first couple, just because the woman really didn't say much because he didn't let her, honestly. So typically I would assist in terms of like the bar, and especially it's just like if there's an opening. So I didn't find any openings with them. So honestly, I didn't talk to them. But uh, if you ever run into me at a bar and you're very nice, I will probably give you some tips and pointers about what to do in town. So I um, had this couple. They're from Orange County. Beautiful couple. They're just very, very nice. And one of them was a fireman and one of them was a nurse. And they were. it was just amazing. It was like, oh, you guys are just life-saving people. So just be really, really open just be really, really nice. Honestly, there are people in town like where you just kind of like want them to stop talking. Um, so maybe that maybe that's me. I don't know. I don't think so. But um, as this couple sort of sat down and opened up the menu, I can kind of see the I don't know what to get. Um, he also did, I believe, asked me. He's like, hey, what is, you know, what drink is that? What's good here? Um, he did ask me because I was actually having the Reposado, or the Reposado uh, Casamigos or the Casamigo repasado, which is the way to say it. And I said, well, this is this, but if you, I was like, do you like tequila? And he said, I'm not like a huge fan. So I recommended the lavender Vita Loca and Esther laughed at me because I've been recommending that to everybody. Um, but he ended up getting, I believe the watermelon margarita and also the, uh, burro tropical, uh, his uh, wife ended up getting that. And That's cool. Like, I'm just here to give recommendations. I'm just giving you my point of view. You do not have to get what I get uh, because we're very, we could be very, very different. But with that, he kind of just opened the conversation. And I'm just, you know, I had this. It was very good. This, this, and that. And... Honestly, just be like a bubbly person. Just be open. You're on vacation. I'm there to help you. Um, I'm actually not even there to help you, but if you want my help, I'm here. Um, And I obviously love to talk. So they ended up getting their drinks, and uh, they kind of just go over kind of what they're doing in town. You know, we're going to be going to Hakasan tomorrow night. You know, we did this this night. What should we do after this? And from there, I just always try to give my best, you know, my best helpful, experienced to them. And then um, I also did sort of pump up saying this is the best speakeasy in town. And Esther loved it because I was like, honestly, this is the best speakeasy in town. And she's like, thank you so much for saying that. And I was like, it's great. Uh, But don't worry. I still make recommendations of other places when they're here. So I say, hey, what are you doing You know, tomorrow? What is what are your plans? and you know i don't know i'm trying to go to this place and i was like oh well if you like live music you should go to may for supper club you should try delilah's obviously if you've heard me talk about it a lot on this pod by the way if you guys end up going to delilah's they have upped their game if you go to the top bar they have real food now you can actually have their chicken fingers their fries they also have a couple other options they have some sliders little tacos i'm so happy that they did that but anyways Moving on, back to the couple. So the couple was very, very nice. They ended up, you know, talked to me really, you know, talked to me for quite a, while, quite a while. I wanted to get more drinks, but I was like, eh, I probably shouldn't. But they actually said they were going to be going to Hakasan. So I ended up actually, they said, we're going to try to get on the guest list. You know, we don't know. We're going to try our best. So I ended up shouting out my man, uh, Elliot Ailman. Make sure to ch- check him out on the gram, Elliot.Ailman. And he is a host for Tao Group, which Tao Group now owns Hakkasan. And from there, um, I actually texted him while I was at the bar. Like, hey, these are these people. Uh, try to help him out. He said, "Sure, not a problem." And really, I'm. Uh, th- that's why you should be, you know, nice to folks that are at bars, um, just because some of them are trying to be helpful. Uh, never do it. Never like pay anyone for anything. Like, never pay anyone for recommendations. Never pay anybody for, you know, getting giving out a phone number, like, all I did was actually just texted him, I said, these are the two people, check them out, see if they want to, you know, get into the, uh, into the guest list, which I was totally in communication with them, Uh, but never pay someone for anything, like, I don't tell, I don't ask you guys for money when I'm out, because that's, like, gross. Um, I'm just there. I want to pass off my information. And honestly, I'm trying to do it the same way that I do it on here, but in person. And I think that's really helpful about, you know, being an ex-concierge, just knowing that this is just what I love to do. I really enjoy giving you guys information uh, about different things in town. So, Uh, I really just like sharing stories of really fantastic people, and these two folks from Orange County, um, Brett is the the gentleman's name, I believe Melanie is also uh, her name as well. Uh, They were really great people, so just really wanted to shout out them, that they were fantastic people to talk to, and uh, wanted to share just a little story of, of how awesome they were. So again, if you see me out of town, even though I say to keep it confidential, if you see my shoes or uh just see you know me sitting at the bar um i have a picture somewhere you have to find me brian ortega 26 you can find me on my instagram page that's what i look like and um yeah sometimes you'll see me documenting parts of town if you see me come say hello um and, yeah, maybe I'll give you some wrecks while you're still in town. It'll be face-to-face and just for you. So, again, uh, this was Last Night in Vegas. I really appreciate you sticking around for the bonus part of the episode. But, again, if you see me out in town, come and say hello. But remember, keep it confidential.